Welcome to Let's Get Lit, the book club podcast with a twist. This week, we are talking about our upcoming book that we will be reading, which is called Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And what are we drinking this week? Because I really feel like the possibilities are endless. This is a self-help book. It's the first self-help book we've read. So what do we think will most help us in our journey to improve and better ourselves? Well, nothing helps us more than a skinny bitch. And (laughs) since Rachel Hollis looks like one skinny bitch. (laughs) Let's make it literal. Exactly. So this week we are drinking skinny bitches, like different varieties of skinny bitches. You're drinking a tequila version and I'm drinking a vodka version because... We're independent women and we do what we want. And, like, you can be any variety of a skinny bitch. Yeah. The only requirement is that you don't have any calories added to your alcohol. Yeah. So So my alcohol choice is tequila. Yours is vodka. My flavor is lime. And yours is lemon. We are really branching out, us skinny bitches. (laughs) It's, like, depressing just to drink this. But can I also say that... I've made mine extra basic by putting it in a reusable Starbucks tumbler with a mermaid on it. I mean, if you say so, but mine is in a purple sparkly tumbler that says, thankful my cup is full, <laughs> which I love, but could it get more basic? Oh, it's I the basicest. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. So I think, As yeah. reading French fries, this is a real basic bitch situation. We are... Pretty much as basic as it comes. I have never in my life read a self-help book I was going to say, like, we might need this. Yeah, I I am fundamentally opposed to self-help books in principle. I just feel like... What You're perfect. You don't no, need No, I don't feel like that at all. But what I... I mean, I do. But what I feel like mostly is that they're trying to profit from other people's insecurities and saying... This worked for me, so this is going to work for you, which I trust in terms of cooking advice or skincare (laughs) or, you know, makeup tutorials. But in terms of how you're actually living your life, I feel like a lot of this is just something that worked for you intermittently to, like, get you from one point to another point, and then all of a sudden you saw an opportunity to make a ton of money off of it and sell a book and write a book. And I just feel like anyone can write a self-help book. I should write a self-help book about not liking self-help books. And I bet you people would buy it because people buy into this shit. I mean, maybe, but I think people are more positive than that. Like they wouldn't buy a negative self-help book that was geared towards, I could just write anything and you would buy it and eat it up. I will say like, I think it's funny that you say, like, I want makeup tutorials or all of these other things that people have tried and work for them, but, like, things that maybe have worked for someone in terms of, like, hey, I've gone through a shitty situation. This is how I've dealt with it. You're like, that's garbage. I think mental health is a real thing, and people don't talk enough about it. And we should all be in therapy. Like, honestly, just go to therapy and skip the self-help books that section. I have not read a self-help book yet, but I actually feel like now that we're 30, not so flirty and in no way thriving, (laughs) this is the time where you start to reflect on like, what problems do I have in my life? And more than I would think a book like this actually gives you valid advice. It makes you look at your own life and decide this is what I want to change and the things that you're ignoring by like, you know, just drinking etc 
I I see where you're coming from, but I also feel like it's so much easier to look at someone else's face on a makeup tutorial and be like, their face is kind of similar to my face, and what worked for their face will probably work for my face. Well, I feel like self-help books, it's really hard to pin down whose life and personality are similar enough to your life and personality Where that it's going to be helpful. Like, this just, person can speak to my experience. Yeah, I mean, I think that there are some, like, broad generalities that can, you know, improve everyone's life. Like, don't be a dick. Stand up for yourself. Sure, sure, sure. But well, I was going to say, do you Not ever everyone watch, like, washes their face. Yeah, I mean, guilty. And I will say, like... And your skin looks great. I break uh, out all okay. the time. You've literally never washed your face. I spent a gazillion dollars on skincare products and wash my face religiously and my skin does not behave so so maybe it's bad advice my point was going to be I've never read a self-help book but I'm like down with the get down and I think the concept is like very much so where I'm at in my life right now I am not down with the get down (laughs) you're not no one is getting down over here (laughs) but the title of this book I just take personal offense to because Girl, wash your face. First of all, you're not the fucking boss of me. I'm not a fucking girl. I am a woman. Hear me roar, etc. And, like, anytime I wear makeup, my face will wear that same makeup for a week. And I know it's terrible, but, like... But you don't break out in your skin. I know, but I'm like... But honestly, it's better. Like, anytime I use any kind of makeup remover, it's like my eyes get puffy and red. And I just feel like I look shitty for the next couple of days. Where, like, my third day of wearing the same makeup, people are like, oh, my God, did you get a facial? You look great. And I'm like, you're not going to believe it, but this is my third day of not washing my face and wearing the same eyeliner. And everyone's like, gasp, what? But that's bad for you. And I'm like, you just got finished complimenting how great I look. I know. It's all a trap. And, like, I don't wash my face. I just splash water on my face to wake up. And I feel like that's why I don't have wrinkles yet. But, I mean, give it two years. We'll see. Is that the secret? Because, honestly, I've spent so much fucking money on my face. Well, I do. I mean, first of all, you look a lot better than I do. It's not However, true. I think that, which is true of everything, the more maintenance you do, the more you have to upkeep it. That's true. And so my goal has been, like, the less I do now... Like, if I do one thing, like, the first time I get Botox, it's going to be a game changer. It really is. Yeah, because it's going to be like, I... I have it right now. Can you tell? I can't, but I can see the dot in your forehead. Yeah. I just had this conversation with someone at work today where I was like, did you get Botox at lunch? And she was like, how can you tell? Is my face frozen? And I'm like, you guys, you have a hole in your forehead and everyone can see it. Yeah. Are you talking about this dot? In yeah. The- that's that's actually the a needle. scar that's well, been there for years. I mean, I'm glad can, you don't have my face memorized. So no, no, no. I'm like, we can talk about it offline because I always know when you've had Botox done whether or not I say anything because I can see the imprint of the needle. And that, that's true of, like, everyone. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, do you, like, I'll casually bring it up. And they're like, oh, my God, I just did it this week. I'm like, I know because we can all see the dot. What dot? I'll point it out to you later because I promise you it wasn't. There but it's last not week like one dot. It's like I know that you get like multiple, but like twenty times. Okay, well let's just let's play this game. You don't tell me the next time you get it, and, and I will call me. it out, and then you can tell me if I'm wrong or right. Okay. Because I feel like I always know. Okay. However, I am like just constantly thinking like this is the time I should be getting Botox. So I'm but always you don't have any people. like big expression lines. Which is crazy because I make a lot of big expressions, but 
We all have our own issues. That is to say, girl, I will not wash my fucking face, but I am here for all of the self-help you can offer me because I'm a goddamn mess, and that is why I drink. Thankful my cup is half empty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just... I probably do need help. I believe in therapy and, like, individualized help. In theory, but you've never gone since you were, like, a teenager. Yeah, I went to therapy one time, but my therapist had a unibrow, and I couldn't That's concentrate. Distracting. I was like, I can't, I can't, how can I take life advice from you? When you're, you're talking to me with one eyebrow. Unibrow is so You're raising your one eyebrow at me. And I'm not anti-unibrow in any, in any capacity. No Frida Kahlo you. looked great. But it's such a distracting thing that I just couldn't. Yeah. Well, I should say, so one of our readers recommended this book to us, and I'm glad that they did because we haven't read, first of all, a self-help book ever, it sounds like. Ever. Either of us. But also, like, this is a new genre for the cast, too. So I think it'll be interesting to see what we're taking out of it. And just to talk a little bit about the author. So her name is Rachel Hollis, and she basically runs her own lifestyle blog, which is geared towards women who, I don't know, are trying to be better people or something. What's it called? Um, Oh, I had it. It's the Chick site or the Chic site. TheChicSite.com. Yeah, I'm like, if you say so. But she has millions of followers. She's also written a fiction book before. I think it's called Party Girl, which is basically centered on, like, kind of her life experience when she first moved to L.A. being, like, you know, new to the Hollywood scene and working at all of these, like, glamorous, glitzy parties and you know, just a fictionalized version of what that is. So obviously she's had success in kind of writing both fiction and nonfiction. And this is her first kind of advice style book. And, you know, she has a lot of followers. So like, she must have something interesting to say. I will say I'm a little bit hesitant. So I just went on her website and I'm just going to tell you just now, just now I haven't been on it before. I'm just going to read you like her most recent blog post. Okay. The rules to wearing all white. I live in fear of wearing white jeans. Because um, of periods? I don't know. How I lost weight. <sighs> oh, God. How to write a book. Well, that could be helpful. One pair of denim, a million ways to style. What women never talk about. How to start a business. And how to go to the gym. At the same time? No, it's a different blog post, but one can assume she's going to the gym while starting a business, not talking about things women talk about wearing white denim. I mean, these are all things that we do, to be fair, I guess, but uh, so I don't want to be... It's just such clickbait. I know. I don't want to be a jerk. I'm a jerk. I'll be the jerk. You want me to be the jerk? Yeah, you be the jerk. It's some basic bullshit (laughs) right here. It's some basic bullshit. And, like, we are some basic bitches, so I'm not opposed to it because, again, thankful my cup is full. But I think you have to acknowledge that you're basic. When you live a life and you're just like, Starbucks is life, but you don't acknowledge the irony in that. That's a problem. It's a problem. But maybe she does. Like, we don't know yet. It's just... I mean, even reading parts of it, it's like draws from scripture and I'm like, yeah, fucking lost me there. As much as, like, anyone regardless of like what religion they do or don't subscribe to can be inspirational and can have useful advice and like don't try to fucking teach me shit with scripture i went to catholic school i'm not interested in your bullshit 
And, like, there's so many contradictory elements of, like, every religious text that it's just so easy to pull a line and be like, see the thing I think? I can back it up with this other made-up thing that someone else said because this is not the word of God. Sorry, Yahweh. <laughs> there go our four followers. There go okay. our I don't think anyone was followers. listening to this that's particularly religious. I think we've scared them off by now. I would hope so. I'm curious how um, people who are like uber-religious feel about Starbucks in general because their mascot is a mermaid and that is a heathen symbol. I mean, I feel like most people that like Starbucks are just, like, down with all of the different options they have because you can order anything there. Like, anytime I go to a coffee shop and try to order something that they don't have on the menu, they're like, this isn't Starbucks. And I'm like, so I didn't think it was Starbucks. I asked for a fucking iced coffee. But, like, anytime it's something off menu, they're like, you just want 5,000 options. So I feel like anyone that wants limitless possibilities goes to Starbucks whether or not they are Uh. religious. I hate limitless possibilities. Me too. I'm, I'm like, give me two th- options. Yeah, like, I like I'll pick three from them. choices. Three choices so I can say, like, this one I want, this one I don't want, and this one maybe next time. But yeah. you know what? I am, I'm also not a, like, exotic, fun coffee drinker. It's, like, black coffee or iced coffee or iced tea, green tea. Occasionally I'll get a chai if I'm feeling really crazy. You're really crazy. It kind of sounds like you need to branch out and maybe like read a soft oh, book. Okay. So <laughs> I have the book in front of me right now. The cover, which I don't understand, is her sitting next to a broken fire hydrant. To wash her face, I bet. Kind of. Her hair's like half wet. I don't know. She's also wearing red Chuck Taylors, which is like the sign of a I'm using Basic air quotes. Bitch. Cool girl. Oh. You know how I feel about cool girls. Well, we've never been a cool girl, so. No, I tried to be a cool girl, and a cool girl is like the kind of person who's like, I'm a, I'm a guy's girl. Like I like sports, and like I'm not like other girls. Like I don't care about things. Yeah, I mean, she's like, treat me like shit. It's fine. Well, I mean, I tried to do that for a little while, and it got exhausting. And when I was like, did you decide to stop being a cool girl? I would say probably around age, like, 26, 27, maybe. What was the impetus? Um, Puppy Dan. Oh, Puppy Dan. We've talked shit about Puppy Dan on this cast, and it won't be the last time. Puppy Dan. Really, like... I found a chapter in this book that relates to Puppy Dan. It's called I'm Bad at Sex. (laughs) Full offense, Puppy Dan. You couldn't get it up. I mean, who knows? He might have been been great at sex if he was capable of sustaining an erection exactly or getting one of the first place that's like step one to being good at sex and he couldn't pass that bar I mean at least heteronormative sex thank you for clarifying you could write your own self help book I can't Uh, wait I'm such a success I was gonna say I was just even reading the chapters because we haven't read it yet but I'm like where would I start like when you read a self help book do you just read it beginning to end, or do yeah. you pick the parts that you think, like, this is what I want to learn? I feel learn. like it's a book. You have to read it from beginning to end. It's not like a blog. I guess. But she is a blogger, so maybe that's how she writes. I mean, perhaps. Like, maybe it's just a selection of blog entries. But it is interesting, too, because I was even thinking, when we started reading this, my immediate kind of discouragement surrounding it was like, I totally want to read a self-help book, but I feel like this is not the voice of someone that... I immediately like want to learn from. 
I have to agree with you, and I'm only going to interject slightly because I feel like you're ready to say something important. But I was considering I reading never. this on audiobook. Mm-hmm. So listening to it, I listened to the sample, and I was like, I cannot. <laughs> I just can't hear your voice. It's going to make me hate no matter what happens here because it starts off like, hey, girlfriend. Oh, and I was gosh. like, oh, no. I feel like, like I'm in a sorority. Yeah. Which yeah. was fun when I was 18. But I'm not your girlfriend, okay? Yeah, I mean, just even reading these chapters, so, like, I feel like we just go through it and be like, what do we expect from this? So it's like, number one, it's different lies, obviously, that you tell yourself. So I'm assuming at the end, you kind of work through these lies, which I will say as someone that goes to therapy, that's basically what therapy is, is like these thoughts that you have about yourself. Like, let's talk about that. Is it true? Is it a lie? And if it's a lie, like, why do you, like, walk around believing that this yeah. is something that's true and that's informing all the decisions you make? Everyone yeah. should just go to therapy. It's expensive, but, like, this book is probably, like, just as expensive in terms of, like, the output you get. So, number one is a lie. Something else will make me happy. I feel like... That's so, is just, that saying nothing else will make me happy? No, I think it's... saying, so, like, I'm happy how I am. I bet you. So, we should... I'm making a speculation. Yeah, I think it's you are in charge of your own happiness and like it's nothing outside of you. You have to be the one to decide to be happy for yourself. So like universal truth. Exactly. Lie number two. I'll start tomorrow. Oh, my God. Every fucking diet book there ever was. Yeah, that's (sighs) just like a little cliched for me. But let's keep going on. There's literally nothing that's not a cliche for me. I hate everyone and everything. Line number three, I'm not good enough. You're good enough, girlfriend. You can do it. Oh my god, I feel like we're reading this book in real time. <laughs> line number four, I'm better than you. That one's new. I don't think I've I ever am better that than line. you. Well, I mean, maybe you think that. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I would never think such a thing. Brandy's such a good you person. You would totally think you're better than people. That's, like, how you succeed in life is you're, like, I'm no wonder a I'm smart, so capable bitch who's capable of smart, capable things. But I think that's something I would say the opposite where people have, like, imposter syndrome where they think everyone else has shit figured out. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I'm I guess it, just, it depends what point of view you're coming from. For me, it's, like, everyone else is an adult and understands how things work, and I'm just here, like... Oh my god, no one's noticed yet that I'm a child. I will say that having, having like, a history of dating people that are much older than I am mm-hmm. was, like, a game changer for me in realizing, like, oh no, everyone's a fucking idiot and everyone basically has the same maturity level of, like, a 20-year-old. That's fair. Good enough. Okay. You just fake it till you make it unless you're a, in fucking Mensa. There you go. <laughs> Um, I guess I am interested in that chapter, but not you. The next lie is loving him is enough for me. I mean, have you heard any Britney song? Of course it's not. You're stronger than yesterday. No, it's nothing but your way. Your loneliness ain't killing no more. I, I... That's right. So we've disproved that right here, but like I'm sure there will be valuable insight. There's no is the final answer. I'm assuming it means like no means no. Rape is horrible. 
no? No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> no. if she's saying no is the final answer, then she's saying, like, no isn't the final answer. Oh, because that's it's a lie. It's opposite day. But so maybe, maybe she's, she's saying yes like, is the final answer. Oh, wow, I mean... No means no. That's all. I'm no gonna does say. mean no is the final answer. No that's is not the a final lie. answer. But yeah, I don't know what she means by that. But I hope nothing rapey. <laughs> Anyways, that brings us to the lie number seven, which is I'm bad at sex. I've never said that to myself. You wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. I would just say like. Have you ever said that to yourself? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you're when joking. I, when I, oh, that one time. Yeah. So guys, <laughs> there's this one time that like. Sex brought us to the ER because I did break a penis. And I will just say that really, I go back and forth. It depends on what kind of day I'm having. Like, if I'm having an I'm better than you day, I'm like, I am woman, hear me break a penis. By the way, it sounds like a pop. Um, And then other days I'm like, you know what? I'm single and I wonder if it's because I'm terrible at sex. Because, you know, I did break a penis that one time and that does seem to suggest it's but the guy, the guy him. didn't want to like leave you after no, that. No, he wanted to like maintain a relationship for a good time after that. Probably because he couldn't use his penis, and that's he was exactly. like, "No one else is gonna love me because I have." A Thank you for validating penis. what I've always thought. But yeah, that's basically what happened. Was like, so I can't date and meet anyone new because you broke my fucking penis. <laughs> so I guess we should hang out at my house and feel bad for me and my broken penis, and you can just like sit here and we can order food and watch tv and feel bad for me and my broken penis and this was like right when i was coming into my own womanhood and i was like you know what this is your problem thank you next i'm i'm moving on you have six to nine months to heal but this is not my problem oh my god is that really how long it takes to heal after yeah, a broken at least six months before you can even attempt sexual activity by which i mean like masturbating it's a real thing like let's be honest i felt horrible just thinking about it makes me feel horrible <laughs> but i will say Does he like still exist I mean, in the world, yes. I have not talked to him in years upon years upon years. I wonder if he's, like, do you see him on social media? Is he, like, dating or married or, like, probably doesn't have a kid because he had a broken penis. Yeah, I'm sure I broke his hopes and dreams, too. But when the lie I'm bad at sex comes up. people about that in the future. Probably not as often as I tell people (laughs) about that. Because it is also, like, sometimes one of the dates just not going well. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, the other day I broke a penis. Like, I'll talk about it like it was yesterday. Just as, like, a power move to be like, I broke a penis and I know this is the end of the story, but I'm ending it on our, my terms, not our terms, to be clear. On me and my ugh, powerful vagina. Yeah, me terms. and my powerful vagina are over you, and we're not bad at sex. We just, that penis was too weak for us. <laughs> I could not withstand the power of Star. So, anyway, you won't need to read that chapter. Um, so, I'm definitely going to read that chapter because <laughs> I have questions, and I'm like, what is that? everyone else doing differently? Because apparently, not everyone has done this, but like, isn't she, like, super Christian, though? Yeah. Maybe so she's going to be, like, you need to, like, wear one of those sheets that just has a vagina hole. I hope so. <sighs> we'll like see. in Like Water for Chocolate. I've actually never seen that movie. It's a book. It's also a movie. But it's a really good book. Okay. I've also not read the book. I remember having to read it at an age where I was too young to understand why you would have a sheet with a hole in it for a vagina. Ugh. 
Well, I remember breaking a penis at an age at which I was too young to understand the power of my vagina to break a penis. I would just also like to point out for everyone in the audience who's just like assuming I was a little too aggro. I was on the bottom, so, like, honestly... He broke his own penis. He broke his own penis on my pelvis, so he's bad at sex, and I'm just laying yeah, there. You you are not bad at sex. I'm not you bad were, at sex. I was just, like... You were a welcoming like, vessel, and he was like, I just want to, like, hit my dick on the yeah. side of your vessel. And, like, let's talk about being a responsible adult. Me saying I want to listen to a self-help book. I was probably, what, like, 22, 23 at the time? And, if like, that. he broke his dick on me. This is pre-Uber, pre-Lyft, and you he was like... You drove him to the ER. No, 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 I did not. You didn't? No, he freaked out. I was like, gotta, we gotta go to the ER, and I was like, well, hang on, let me call a cab, and he was like, no, you have to drive me, and I'm like, sir, I've had some drinks. I shall not drive drunk, and he flipped the fuck out, and I was like, we've got to wait 30 to 40 minutes until this cab comes, unless you would like me to call an ambulance. Like, these are your options, and he was yelling at me, like, you just need to drive me, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. Like, I'm sorry about your broken penis, but, like, you don't this is drunk. not a reason for me to get behind the wheel right now. You're like so principled. So principled, like, so ahead of the times. Real bummer for him, but I was like, you can wait 30 to 40 minutes, or I can call 911. It's up to you. I shall not drive. Anyways, power move. That is a power <laughs> move. One time, my fiancé rolled over on the couch and thought he dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> As you do. And then was like, can you take me to the ER? And I was like, I've had a glass of wine, but I feel like that's not too bad. A glass is fine. A glass is fine. And I was like, now I have to drive a stick shift in the dark after a glass of wine to the ER and I forgot my glasses. So it was a real success. We made it to you the made ER. It. But you easily could have ended up in a worse situation. Well, either way, we were closer to the ER than we were when I left the house. It's true. <laughs> How was his back? <laughs> like, how did that story He end? literally, like, he pinched a nerve. He was fine. What a baby. I know, men. God love him. Like, breaking dicks and faking dislocated shoulders. Well, but also, like, this is what I was trying to explain to... I almost told you his name. The, the dick breaker man. The weak dick <laughs> man that I slept with. Um... I was like, so if I get pulled over and arrested and you have a broken dick in the car, how awkward is that going to be? Like, way worse than waiting a little bit longer for a cab. Like, that's going to be a weirder story. He did not agree. Why didn't he just want to call an ambulance? Because he didn't have insurance. This was, like, pre-Obamacare where he was like, don't fucking call an insurance or an insurance. Don't call an ambulance and bankrupt me. And I'm like, well, okay, wait. I feel like this is just, like, a real case for Obamacare right here. Yeah, and Uber you could and break your dick. You could break your dick at any time. You never and if know. Your sexual partner is responsible. She's going to refuse to drive you to the ER because you've obviously had some wine. Otherwise, how did you break your dick? I can't like, believe let's you, be honest. you dick broke prior to Uber. I know. And Obamacare. I was ahead of the that times. Was poor timing. I was ahead of the times. To be clear, I was fine. However. I stayed in the ER, like, the whole time, and I was just, like, the level of loyalty for, like, a second date was pretty high. Like, I feel like most girls would have been, like, okay, bye, and I was, like, I'm here for you, but then when he tried to be, like, so are you here for me for the next six months, I was, like, this was never gonna be a thing. 
you're just wanting it to be a thing because your dick doesn't work. But, like, my vagina, she's obviously doing her Kegels, and she's ready to move on to stronger dicks. I wonder if he was, like, a decent person. I don't think so. Okay. We can we can talk about it offline, but I have theories. Okay. Um, I bet he did it on purpose. He was just trying to trap me. Oh my God. No, I mean, not really, but let's just say like, that. He's like, just trying like to trap me by breaking his dick on me. and yeah. men break He's their like, dicks. I'm going to break my dick on her Guilt pelvis into it. because I want her to stick with me for life. And I was like, big mistake. I'm not falling for it. I'm not like every other woman out there. I'm not paying dick support to you. Yeah. He's and like, I'm not driving you to the ER either. Is that what it sounded like? Exactly. Not quite. It's more like a, a pop. And also, I don't know if people want the details, but, like, blood immediately started happening. Oh, my God. I want to throw up. I'll, I'll explain in more detail. All of the men who listen to our podcast are really going to have a hard time with this one. I mean, I had so many potential suitors, and now none of them want to date me. But I just would like to reiterate, I was topping from the bottom, so it'll be fine. Um, the next lies, I don't know how to be a mom, and I also don't know how to be a mom because I'm not a mom. I also don't know how to be a mom, but okay. I feel like it couldn't be that hard. No, it couldn't. But, like, the the next lie is I'm not a good mom, and I agree I'm probably not, but only because I'm not That's not a lie. There's, like, literally no good moms. Just deal with it. Okay. Tough love, tough love. I mean, I'm not saying tough love. I'm just saying, like, being a mom is really hard. It's like trying to draw a perfect circle. You can't fucking do it. (laughs) So just give in. Just, like, understand you're going to draw a lumpy, weird-shaped circle, but, like, you made a circle. Good job. It's an oval, kind of. Well, so I like this next lie. I'm excited for this chapter, which is I should be further along by now. Because who doesn't feel that way? Except for, like, precocious 16-year-olds. Oh, right? Even then, you're like, I should have lost a different virginity by now. For sure. Like, there's only so many holes, and you probably started with the wrong one. You Um, went to Catholic school? Yeah. I went to school where people started with the right hole. They started with the right hole versus being like, I've done every hole but the hole. Yeah. Therefore, still a virgin. You're like, I guess, but you made things really unpleasant for yourself in the process. I can't imagine losing your butt virginity first. I know so many people that lost their butt virginity I know. It's a thing. But, like... Of all the wow. virgins. So, I, well, I mean, TMI, I haven't lost my butt virginity. I haven't yet. either. Wow, well, we're like, prudes. I've gotten close to losing my butt virginity, but it's never been, like, a full thing. I will say, like, people are squeamish, just, like, turn away now. I've definitely had a time where I'm, like, that went in my butt and it's ended things, but it's not like I don't count it because no. I immediately stopped and was like, yeah. well, now you got to get in the shower and everything has to reset like a hard reboot. Yeah, exactly. Way to ruin things. Rebooty. Rebooty. <laughs> <laughs> because you went in the wrong hole and I'm not trying to get a UTI, you jerk. I know. Don't make me break your dick. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> don't mess with me. This has gotten like real far off topic, but keep going. The lie, other people's kids are so much cleaner slash better organized slash more polite. Um, I don't have any kids. I can't relate to that. However, I feel like that's probably a universal feeling for most mothers because like, like I said, perfect circle. It's impossible to have clean kids. If your Mm -hmm. kid is like perfectly well behaved and like doesn't do anything wrong, it's probably because either they're absolutely mortified of you or they have like some mental disabilities because like they like if a child is developing at like a normal rate, it's just going to be 
a disaster. Totally. So I hope all your children are disasters. Well, and I just feel like, I mean, hopefully that's like the crux of what this book is, which is like all the lies you tell yourself, like other people's lives in whatever way, like their kids, whatever it is, are just better than yours. And like everyone feels shitty about everything. So you're not alone. Solidarity, sisterhood, etc. Anyways, next lie. I need to make myself smaller. What? I don't know if that means by like, I need to lose weight. Oh, that's probably what it means. Or like, I need to like be less so into that the shadows. Are yeah, bad. like so other people can shine. Which, if I've learned anything in my brief, brief time on this earth, because I'm so young and hip and with it, um, that's so not true. When you shine, you give everyone else the freedom and encouragement to do when I'm so. Shining, everybody. When I shine, you shine. Shine. Exactly. It's a Lizzo song. I mean, it's a Lizzo song for a reason. She knows what she's talking about. I know you didn't about. like that song. It wasn't your favorite Lizzo song. <sighs> but I have a lot of favorite Lizzo songs. It it's just my that fault one. That I'm out here looking. Cute. No? Yeah. Yeah. Blame um, it on the juice. Blame it. Blame it on, on the, the juice, juice, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Etc. Anyways, we're down with that. Get down. So the next lie says, I'm going to marry. Matt Dillon. Sorry, I almost said Matt Dillon. What does it say? Matt Damon. What? I'm assuming she means Leonardo DiCaprio, in which case I relate. Idris Elba? Yeah, or any, like, good-looking person that's not Matt Damon. Um, but Matt I, Damon? Really? That's uh, her celebrity crush? I mean, it would be, wouldn't it? What kind of respect can I have for this Zero. woman? Zero. Matt Damon. But I definitely remember believing I was going to marry Leo, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, I don't think that's a lie. It's not it's a lie. It's still in he, the cards for you. He just needs to work He's not married way. yet. No, like, he keeps dating these Brazilian supermodels, but it's, it's because he hasn't met me yet. Well, like, and also his type but that's because he hasn't found me if that's what he wanted to settle down with he would have settled down already exactly and he hasn't for a fucking reason yeah everyone's so. like brazilian supermodels that sounds fun and then they date one and they're like it's just another brazilian supermodel yeah like it's a dime a dozen but there's only one star i mean there's only one lady out there that's gonna break your dick and refuse to drive you to the hospital because she is morally opposed to drunk driving. I remember when he dated Blake Lively and got mad at her for driving her like a Range Rover and yeah. bought her a Prius. He did. And then and I was like, I wish someone would buy me a Prius and or then, a car at all. When they were dating, we went to a restaurant and someone asked if you were Blake Lively, like actually legitimately confused you for her. And you were like, no, but thank you. And I don't like, remember that. Well, I do. I have a lot but of things to say But what a great time. It was a great time for you. and they, again. they wanted to take pictures with you, and I was like... What the actual fuck? personally offended me because people think that you are dating my man, and you're like, no, they just thought he looked like Blake Lively. I'm like, someone thinks that you're with my husband, and you've betrayed me, and how fucking dare you? <laughs> and this you like, even remember this, because I have no recollection. Well, yeah, because it was a one-sided fight where I was like, if you ever pretend to like be the person who is with my man again I will fucking kill you and you were like anyways what should we order to eat and I was like I'm gonna fucking barbecue you on a stick and just bury you alive because how dare you this makes me want to have blonde hair well there you go just don't tempt the fates the next lie where were we we were at I can't remember the name of the place but we ordered 
I want to say like tempeh or something like that. It was very delicious. Oh, yeah. I remember. It was that place where you could bring a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. That one that was, place. It was that, it was that place puppy. in San Francisco where you can bring a puppy and sit outside. It was when my parents first got their puppy. Yeah, because he was a puppy and, and now he's eight. Delicious tempeh like salads that sounded like we it did. wouldn't be that good, but were definitely But they were that really good. good until someone thought you were Blake Lively and dating my man. But uh, no offense. It's cool. We're fine now. We're still friends. We've moved past it because one of us has forgotten. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> going to kill you in your sleep. Okay. Um, the next lie is I'm a terrible writer, and we will be the judges of that, I feel like, because we haven't read the book yet, but she might be. We don't know. We don't. But ultimately, that's what we do here in this book club podcast. We read these books, and we tell someone whether or not we think they're a terrible writer, so we will report back. We're really judgmental assholes. Yeah. It's probably, like, a good reason for us to read a self-help book, because we should stop doing that. But no one's told us to stop being I feel like I've drank that. all of my skinny bitch, and your skinny bitch is, like, maybe a third of the way drank. I mean, I feel like you're bragging that you're skinnier than me, and it's rude. I also will say, like... Oh my god. Can Suck you hear it that? down. Suck it down. Uh, Next lie, I will never get past this. Yeah, you will. I don't know, will you? People uh, say well, that. So, but uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, but what kills you fucking kills you. So how do you know what it is? I don't know, because we're alive. So like you wouldn't be able to write about it. Otherwise you're dead and you don't need a self help book. What I will say is, like, if you feel like you're never going to get past something, you can get past it unless you don't. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. So just believe that you can and everything will be fine, I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. Wow, that was optimistic. We're going to read this book. Such a ray of sunshine. We're going to read this book and it'll make us much more positive. The next lie is, I can't tell the truth. Okay, I feel like we've paused here for a minute. Because I think that's accurate. I can't tell the truth. I have to tell people whatever they want to hear. And if it's not what they want to hear, I'm like, I'm telling you what will make you the happiest. And I, this is going to sound controversial. I don't think that integrity is always the best way to go. I think that honesty can be problematic and you need to dole it out carefully. Yeah, I agree. I agree on that. I mean, it might be controversial to other people, but I I mean, I think, like... When people are like, I would never tell a lie, I'm like, you're fucking rude. Well, it's <laughs> like when someone freaking walks in in their wedding dress and being like, this yeah. is my wedding dress, and you're like, wow, that was a really bad decision that you just yeah. made. no one's going to say No that. one's going to be like... what benefit is No, that? there's no benefit. So, like, if, if you can actually... If honesty is going to be, like, the tough truth that you're telling someone that's going to, like, make their lives better... Sure. But if you're being honest because you're just, like, feeling like you need to be honest in that situation, like, it makes you an asshole. Like, mm-hmm. that is a selfish thing to do. Mm-hmm. Just let the person wear their ugly wedding dress. No one's ever going to tell them it's ugly. If they feel nice in it, like, great. Yeah. I think- Enjoy your puffy sleeves. <laughs> Enjoy. If that's you, great. I also think it's something where it's, like, honesty is your opinion in a lot of ways. So if someone really actually wants, like hey, what is your honest feedback because I value your opinion yeah. and I want to know what you think, that's the time to share it. But if someone is just like, I really like this, I think that's great, and you're like, I'm going to voluntarily shit all over this for you, it doesn't actually fucking benefit yeah. anyone. Like, at the end of the day, I know it sounds a little bit obnoxious, but it's like, 
whatever people fucking need to hear is fine a lot yeah. of times. Like, yeah. if it's actually something where you're like, I know this is going to be a controversial opinion, but I think that people need to hear it, whether or not they're going to agree with it. But, like, it needs to be said because no one else here is going to say it. Like, sure, it's brave of you to, like, stand up and speak for what you think is right. And it's not that you have to, like, say a lie if you don't agree with something. But I cannot fucking stand people that are like, I'm just blunt and I just say it like it is because it's like this belief that somehow your opinion is more valid or important than other people's feelings, which is not true. And at the end of the day, we all have opinions. They're not facts. So like if your opinion is going to make someone second guess their truth, it's probably not fucking worthwhile. And keep it to your fucking self. You're a rude piece of shit. I agree a hundred percent. I think people a lot of times use honesty as like being like, oh, I'm just being honest. Yeah, like, like, well, I'm just telling you the truth. Like, sorry, you can't handle the truth, and it's you're just fucking being mean. Like, you're you're being a mean person, and like, if you don't have to say a mean thing to another person, keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself, or just fucking lie. Yeah, like it's it's not that hard to lie. And like, what are the consequences of a lie? Right, like if you're lying to someone, you're like oh, they might make a decision based on something that's not true and that would lead to a different outcome, like, maybe that's the time to be honest. But if it's just something like someone already wants to do something and you're just giving them your support to be like, I think it's great, there's no harm in those white lies. So just, it's a blurry line, you guys. The next one is, I am defined by my weight. I feel like that's common sense. You're not defined by your weight. Yeah, I mean, is that something people need to hear still? Probably, but, like... I mean, I guess. There's probably more poignant ways to say it. Yeah, I feel like people still will be like, well, if only I would lose 20 pounds and I can live the life I want to live, so it's probably valuable to tell people, like, actually, you're living your life right now, and, like... This is still life. Yeah, like, whether or not you want to, like, change your body or your health habits, like, this is your life. You don't need to, like wait until you've lost 10 pounds to wear a bikini or like pursue your dreams so i love that those are like one and the same like you can wear a bikini (laughs) slash pursue your dreams i mean i am always wearing a bikini and pursuing my dreams and i weigh 250 pounds so i will just say like obviously i think this is bullshit but like some people still need to hear it so you know who has recently won over my heart yeah jamila jamil she was she's no in idea. she's in the show um oh my gosh the good place with Kristen Bell okay I haven't watched it but I'm familiar with so the she ha- she's like she's an advocate for all things like body positivity but like in a very no bullshit way that's just really delightful and she has this um like Instagram but I think it's kind of a movement that she's starting called mm-hmm. I Way and it's like people being like I weigh and then like an accomplishment Mm -hmm. or something about them that's like basically from like you know the Miss America pageants Mm -hmm. where they're like I'm like so and so height and I weigh whatever and these are my measurements and then like instead of saying their measurements they're like in my country women etc but it's so fucking good and it's not it's like it's not even just about weight like at all it's basically about like like, all of the different ways that people are like well no like her fat but like the Instagram that she runs is like basically just all about like different groups of people that are marginalized in like any capacity and she's like 
JK, that's bullshit, like, mm-hmm. and let's talk about it. And it's really that's delightful. Awesome. Even though, like, I don't think that she's been in anything except for this one show. Well, I mean, you but, gotta start somewhere. But she's, like, made, like, a name for herself as just being, like, generally pretty badass. Well, I will follow her on the grams. Remind us of her name. Jamila Jamil. Okay. I'm gonna follow her. because I she think that's how you pronounce people. her name. I hope you didn't screw it up. I will say, like, the next lie is not really a lie, and I feel like we're gonna have things to say about this, which is... The lie, I need a drink. I definitely need a fucking drink. If this bitch tries to tell me I don't need a drink, no thank you. I'm drinking a skinny bitch because of this bitch. Yeah, I mean... You don't need one. You're not an alcoholic. Good for you. You show off. I'm not an alcoholic, but I also, like, very contentedly come home from work, and I'm like, that's a hard day. I don't want to think about work anymore. I'm going to have a glass of wine, and I don't feel bad about it Mm -hmm. even though there's lots of alcoholics in my family I think like yeah if you get to a point where you're drinking obsessively and you can't live your life without a drink like but if you're a productive member of society and you're not fucking anything up for yourself or other people like if you need a drink at the end of the day have a fucking drink well I feel qualified to talk about this because I've talked about it with my therapist where sometimes I'm like man like I feel like I'm drinking a little bit too much because I will say like I'm someone Like, I would even say, like, a year ago, I'm, like, I probably drank, like, once a month. Like, drank very infrequently. And I'm, like, this last year, I'm, like, I drank much more. Like, I probably drank, like, three or four times a week. because you fucking hated your life in a lot of ways. Well, but that's what, like, something where I'm, like, I feel like it's becoming a problem. And so then I'll go through times where I'm, like, I don't drink for a month because I'm, like, I feel like it's too much. And I feel like my therapist put it in perspective in a way or maybe she's just like I know my fucking audience and this drunk is gonna keep paying me but the way she put it was like you know Americans in particular she's British she's very fancy she has great accent I love it but like she's like honestly like Americans are very quick to say like someone's an alcoholic or someone's a drug addict or like they have a problem where like people go through stressful periods in their life where you're like I am, like, coping by relying on this one thing. Yeah. And maybe you do that for six months, and you know it's not a healthy habit, but it doesn't mean this is a problem. It means, like, there's something in your life that's a problem. Yeah, it's a a symptom. Exactly. It's a symptom of there's another problem, and you don't know how to deal with it. So if you are able to deal with it positively and be like, hey, I need to make a change because this behavior shows me that something's wrong in my life, great. Yeah. But if it becomes a thing where, like, you wake up and you need to have a drink or whatever it is where you're like, I actually cannot get through a day without whatever this crutch is that you're leaning on. That's when you know you have a problem versus like, I'm going through a stressful time and I'm using an unhealthy habit to get through it. Like there is this differentiation and like people in the U S tend to be much more like, Oh my God, you're drinking X number of drinks. That's an alcoholic versus like you're having a stressful period of your life. And like, what are maybe some like healthier outlets or like, how can we like solve the actual problem? Or just looking at like, Hey, I'm drinking a lot more than I used to. What's the actual problem? Cause the problem isn't drinking. It's why do I feel the need to drink so much? Yeah. And it obviously can spiral from there. But I thought that was something that was valuable to me just to be like, 
hey, like, the fact that I drank five times last week doesn't mean I'm an alcoholic. It means, like, I've got a lot of stress in my life, and I should figure out why that is and why I'm feeling that need to do that so often. So, fuck you, Rachel Hollis. I need a drink, and you're not the boss of me. The next lie is... You tell her. There's only one right way to be, and I feel like we don't even need to get into that because obviously that's not true. I mean, I think that that's probably comes from her, like... Being religious upbringing. Yeah, being like the daughter of a she preacher. preacher. So I mean, I think preacher that, man. that's probably something that she. It, we're probably not her intended audience. We might be. We don't know. We haven't read it yet. Well, I mean, I Maybe think a lot of these are actually like, resonate quite a bit. I hope so. What are some of the like? I, can I read the book jacket of yeah. it? Well, real quickly, there's only one more lie there, and the last one was I need a hero, and I feel like. Obviously, you're your own hero. I can just write the conclusion of that for you. I disagree. I want to play the Bonnie Tyler version <laughs> of it. I need a hero. I'm holding up for a hero to the moon. But I will say just even that to me is funny because it's like the concept of a self-help book where you're like, I need someone to tell me how to live my life or to save me. Yeah, you fucking bought the like, book. Hey, I'm going to save myself. Like, you don't need anyone else, yeah. right? Yeah, but I'm my own fucking it's, it's, hero. It's kind of an ironic conclusion. Don't you think? Um, do you ever That's suspect right. that everyone else has life figured out and you... Oh, sorry. I'm going to read the book jacket. And Thank you. Please here do. it goes. Good luck. You're not always good at this part, but I believe in you. Do you ever suspect that everyone else has life figured out and you don't have a clue? If so, Rachel Hollis has something to tell you in swirly cursive that's mm-hmm. a lie as the founder of the lifestyle website thechicsite.com and ceo of her own media company rachel hollis developed an immense online community by sharing tips for better living while fearlessly revealing the messiness of her own life now in this challenging and inspiring new book rachel exposes the 20 lies and misconceptions that too often hold us back from living joyfully and productively Lies we've told ourselves so often that we don't even hear them anymore. With painful honesty and fearless humor, Rachel unpacks and examines the falsehoods that once left her feeling overwhelmed and unworthy and reveals the specific practical strategies that helped her move past them. In the process, she encourages, entertains, and even kicks a little butt, all to convince you to do whatever it takes to get the real and beco- to get real and become the joyous, confident woman you were meant to be. With unflinching faith and a rock-hard tenacity, girl, wash your face, shows you how to live with passion and hustle and how to give up yourself, I'm sorry, and how to give yourself grace without giving up. You're so bad at reading. I'm really bad at reading aloud. That being said, I feel like that doesn't sound as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, I mean, we... It is just interesting because, like you said, are we the target audience? Probably not. Like, we're so judgmental. I think we need to come at this from a positive perspective of, like... I don't know how. I know, but this will be a good challenge for us because, honestly, like... I can improve. Uh, we're so cynical. I really but am. we're definitely a... not perfect. So this is an opportunity for us to question, like, are these lies we tell ourselves? And if so, like, how can we challenge those those things that you are kind of like mantras that you repeat to yourself over I mean, I think, I think, you know what this is? This is like, I feel like self-help books are like therapy 101, where like once you kind of have a basic idea, you're like, I don't need to be in this class. I need extra help. Yeah, you're like, got it. And I feel like that's like where I am right now is I'm like, 
I get the basic concept. Like, I understand all of these, like, you're the shit, you're fine. Like, you'll get over it. So what you're saying is you don't need a self-help book, you need therapy. Yes, that's how I feel. Well, let's get on it, Brandy. I know, I do need a therapist, but I don't know anyone around here. I need a How does a person pick a therapist? How did you pick your therapist? I mean, I literally went to the doctor, and they were like, your blood pressure, m'lady, is the worst and I think I just started to have like a nervous breakdown in front of them and they're like just casual question no ulterior motives have you ever gone to therapy and I'm like why would I am really well adjusted and everything's great and also like by the way I just quit my job and like moved back with my parents and everything's awesome and like I have nothing wrong with me but like why do you ask and she was just like so I'm pretty sure like this one therapist I know is taking new patients and like no pressure but I'm going to call her right now and see if she's willing to take you and I was just like oh alright okay and then like a couple weeks later I was like that must have been like a full on meltdown for my primary care physician to be like you wait right here let me lock you into this room and like make you an appointment but like Thank fucking God, because yeah. now I'm just like, I don't know how I'd fucking be here without my therapist. Well, a lot of people, like, use their primary care doctors as therapists because, mm-hmm. like, one, therapist, therapy is usually not covered yeah. under insurance, and two, like... Most people don't even know, like, that therapy is an option for people who aren't, like, psychotic. Mm-hmm. Like, people think therapy is for crazy people, and it's not that. Well, that's the only thing I would say. Like, there are some people that legitimately... Like, I think everyone needs therapy, and I think it's a bummer that it costs as much as it does because it's not accessible to everyone. I will say, like, for me, like, my therapist is not a network, but it's still, like, 70% covered by my insurance, so that still makes it affordable for me. But, Mm -hmm. like, at a certain point, it became something that I'm like, this is, like, food, water, therapy. Like, these are, like, the things that I need to survive. Yeah. like thank god I went when I did but also like not everyone gets the help that they need and it just it does suck but I would say like anyone that has the resources or the ability to do it if you're not going to therapy you're just cutting yourself short because no matter what problems you do or don't have like it just like helps you like even with maintenance of being like these are my goals and I'm staying on track with them and not letting other things in my life kind of like take up more effort and even in like these things like self-help books I'm like one of the things I was going to ask you too is like what kind of like self-help practices do you use that you feel like are the most helpful and all of mine are ones that have come from therapy and I will say like the one that is like the most critical for me but also something that makes things so clear for me is like using that analogy of like what are the big rocks in your bucket of like what you put in first everything else is sand so if it's like my rocks are like family their work and they're like continuing my education let's just say those things like those are the things that come first and everything else just has to fit in around that sand yeah but like if you're putting all the pebbles and sand and all that shit in first, you don't have room for your big rocks where it's a lot easier to go in the other direction. And it's like, it's simple shit like that where you're like, it doesn't take a fucking genius. All of these self-help books might tell you the same things, but just having someone that keeps you accountable to those things Mm -hmm. where you're like, Hey, like this is what I say matters to me. And I'm actually staying true to that, that in it 
of itself is valuable. So like for people that don't have that resource, maybe books like this is a way for them to keep themselves accountable. Yeah. Maybe like a real therapist should write books and not lifestyle bloggers. I don't know. Maybe she's a real therapist. I don't know. I hope she's a real therapist. You're a real therapist. Sounds nice. I think my self-help practices are like walking sometimes. Walking sometimes. That's a good self-help practice. (laughs) I mean, it's better than like not walking all times. Honestly, the only things that I do for like my own mental well-being are listen to podcasts and walk sometimes and go to sleep on time. Honestly, sleep is key. There's so many people that don't sleep and it's like the most simple thing that it's like you're so stressed, you hate your life. You just need to like take a fucking nap. Yeah. Girl, take a take nap. nap. Oh my god, That'll that's going to be, gonna be my yeah. book. There you go. Okay, well let's go read this book and then report back and okay. see what we think. Excellent. I can't wait to find a cocktail to pair with this. I mean, it's probably going to be water. That's what you wash your face with, right? I, I don't know. I don't wash like, my face. You tell me. Um, I can't afford to put my facial products in a cocktail. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. We'll read I the am book excited and then though. We'll pick it. I am excited. It looks like at least if nothing else, it'll be a new experience for me. Yeah. And I mean, we have to thank Jessica from Thousand Oaks for obviously thinking that we're big enough pieces of shit that we needed a self-help book. I am a piece of shit. I and think we so can end there. So, there you go. Let's get lit. Let's get self-help. <laughs> <laughs>